Let us now talk Formula E, which is the electric version of single-seater racing, and it seems to be getting very, very popular, and you can kind of watch it for free as well, which is good news. Motoring journalist Ciro de Siena is out in London, where the race is happening this weekend. Hey, Ciro. Hello, sir. How are you? I'm fantastic. Thank you for asking. What's London like at the moment? Warmer than Johannesburg for a change. Yeah, no, I got properly sunburned today. I wasn't expecting that. Um, I didn't exactly pack my sun cream, so... <laughs> You were warned, though. They've had they've had unseasonably warm weather. How, how's that affecting the drivers? Um, I think that the uh, the technical nature of electric cars is that um, the battery is susceptible to to mm. heat. So uh, extreme cold and extreme heat will affect uh, the battery and the performance thereof of the motor vehicle. But um, the temperature today was not crazy. I would say it was around maybe the 26 mark which is actually not a not a bad operating not a bad ambient temperature for for an e-vehicle to operate in what's the track like in london I, I can't imagine there's a lot of space out there so how are they doing this grand prix or this this e-prix so it's got to be one of the most unique circuits i've ever come across so uh here in london there's something called the xl center which is an event venue and if you perhaps have maybe visited nasrec or you visited the cape town international convention center just imagine that multiplied by about mm. a factor of 14 yeah, and a, what they a, do it's a kilometer yeah. long inside no, it's enormous. And what they do is they actually run 30% of the racetrack indoors. No so the main straight, yeah, the main straight and a couple of corners and the pit lane and all the pit garages are indoors. Uh, alongside the main straight is an enormous grandstand full, full of, of um, cheering Brits because their local hero, Jake Dennis, uh, put it on pole and won today's race. So he got a standing ovation from his compatriots, uh, which was wonderful to see. And every time he did an overtake or every time he came past, there was a huge roar from the crowd. And so it's, um, it's a bit hard to describe, but it's almost like being in a giant nightclub in which there happens to be a race going on. And then it, and then it sort of shoots out into the, uh, the streets of London. And uh, it carries on for another uh, another sort of two kilometers or so, and then loops back into the center, obviously. So it's a it's an unbelievably unique circuit. Yeah, and those cars have flashy lights and things, so it even adds more of a nightclub feel. <laughs> yeah, so so there's a couple of differences with say other single seat race events. Um, the because the um, the outputs of the electric motors can sort of be remotely controlled um, or remotely influenced rather mm. uh, the drivers can choose to go through an attack mode uh, which they can activate by driving through a specific section of the of the track and then that gives them uh, five to eight minutes of a bit of extra power which they can then use to either make up places or to conserve a little bit of battery as well which they can then use a, a bit more at the end of the race so a couple of little technicalities are like that but you know what i loved about the qualifying was that there was a sort of a process of elimination and then the very last segment of the qualifying was a duel between the top two fastest drivers and they get one lap 
to go out and set the fastest time. And it sort of becomes this like, you know, a showdown at high noon kind of thing. It's like, who can, who can, you know, really make it fast when it counts kind of thing. And uh, today it was between the local hero, Jake, Jake Dennis and uh, Stoffel van Duren, who is in the uh, lead for the championship for the Mercedes EQ team. And they, they battled it out and, and the local boy put it on, put it on pole. So that was, that was really, really exciting to watch. Now, we, we've got the E-Race, uh, Formula E-Race coming to Cape Town next year. It's on the calendar. Are, are South African contingent there showing off? Yeah, so so um, it must be said that that uh, the race is provisional at this stage. However, okay. um, from the conversations that I've had and uh, from the signs that I've seen, it's looking extremely positive that it will go ahead. Um, the city of Cape Town has come to the party and they've incorporated the EPRI into their planning for the next five years. And they have started making um, some associated upgra upgrades to the stadium precinct, which will help facilitate the uh, the Formula E race in Cape Town. Um, if it does happen, it'll be a five-year contract, which is really exciting. It should bring tens of thousands of people um, to Cape Town from all over the world, which is great. There'll be about 33,000 uh, uh, trackside seats for, for South Africans to enjoy. Um, and I think that, you know, many, many of us, of us motorsport fans and, and just South Africans in general, have dreamt of a world-class street circuit through the, the streets of Cape Town. And I think we all know instinctively how beautiful that could be and how wonderful it could look uh, on television screens around the world and what a great advert it would be for South Africa. And so the, the, the South African delegation that's here is working round the clock um, to ensure that, that, this, that this happens. I was watching the American one. What was it, last week, weekend before, and York, yeah. it, it was it was in a parking lot in a harbor. It, it didn't look fantastic, but you did have those skyscraper views, and it out oh, that that Greenpoint precinct is just so much better than that New York experience. <laughs> no, you're right. I mean, so so um, if perhaps if you're familiar with the area, or maybe for for your listeners who aren't, um, if you just imagine the the World Cup Stadium, right, the Cape Town Stadium, which I think is now known as the DHL Stadium, which is where South Africa uh, recently triumphed over Wales. Um, if you if you uh, imagine the visuals from that, that is essentially what the Formula E visuals are going to look like because it, it literally, the track wraps itself around the stadium. So it's it's just going to be stunning. It, it really is. And, and also what's quite interesting is not only is it going to be pretty, but the way that they've laid out the track, it's actually going to be one of the fastest circuits on the Formula E calendar. So it's going to have high drama, high speeds, as, as well as the stunning visuals. Uh, see, what was it, six hours ago, you shared some lovely 3D graphics of where this track is going to be on your Twitter account. So it really looks impressive. Yeah, it, no, it's a, it's a stunning track. And, um, and I think that, you know, what's actually quite nice about that area is that it is geared for events already. So mm. there's, there's, there's obviously some work to do, but it's the sort of area which lends itself to this sort of event. And, and the vision of, um, of e-movement, uh, which is the company, the promoter that's bringing the, the race to South Africa, and then the local company, live company group, um, which, is, which is executing the race, um, the, their vision, I think, has just, been, um, has just been really, really exceptional. And I think that they are 
um, and I and I've met all of them, and I'm, I'm well. I'm here with uh, all of them, obviously. And I can't tell you, I, there is, this is a group of South Africans who has dedicated the last few years of their life to trying to help um, South Africa and Cape Town join some of the world's greatest cities in hosting a, a Formula E race. Mm. Uh, when when you look at that, and you say there's there's work to be done, it. It, how, how much work needs to be done? Is it, is it redoing all the roads? Is it Obviously, it has to put up all the fences and things, but is it a feasible thing when you look at South Africa and our motor racing scene? Yeah, I, I think, you know, I, I actually live in that area, very familiar with that area. Um, and so, for instance, to give you an idea of one of the technicalities, you know, that area was envisioned as a sort of fan park for the for the World Cup. Yeah. And uh, and so the, the, the plaza, which um, which is going to be the pit lane for Formula E, um, is currently paved with bricks. And that is not a suitable surface for a race car. So uh, it's now being tarred. So there's little things like that which which do have to um, have to happen. And then of course the the FIA um, there is an enormous focus on safety when it comes to motor racing, and rightly so. Um, so they will need to um, uh, the track will need to pass FIA homologa- homologation as well. But again, all the signs that I have seen point to the fact that the FIA is ready to basically ready to sign off the track, which is great. Mm-hmm. So it's looking extremely positive for South Africa and. And having been here, so this is my second race. I've been very lucky. I, I went to Formula E in Monaco, which is the exact same circuit as F1, which was great to see. And now this is my second race, uh, Formula E in London. And as someone who has done a bit of racing myself and has been following motorsport my whole life, um, this is an incredibly exciting formula of racing. I, I can't think of another race series where the, the action where the drivers are so close to each other throughout the race. I mean, they are literally on each other's backsides, on each other's bumpers uh, throughout the race. So the racing is very close because the cars are so similar to each other. So it's really a lot of down to it is, is driver skill. And um, I really do think South Africans will in, will enjoy this this form of racing uh, should it make it to, to our country. Also, fan interaction. There's a, there's a fan favorite that you can vote for and they get extra power. Yes. So um, there's what's known as the fan boost. So, um, I mean, you know, uh, this being the sort of uh, social media age and the the digital age, um, the broadcast, the F Formula E broadcast has a little QR code on the screen, which you can which you can scan with your phone and then you can vote for your favorite driver. And if I'm not mistaken, the top five drivers get a bit of extra power uh, towards the end of the race. So there there really is that attempt to involve uh, television audiences uh, around the world what sort of speeds do those cars go it's always deceptive when you see it on tv no that's true um so to to give you an idea perhaps i mean maybe more people are are um are more aware of formula one or have have maybe watched more formula one so Mm -hmm. the cars are the cars are heavier because of the battery packs um, and their power output is a bit lower. So the, the power to weight ratio compared to an F1 car, it's they're definitely not on par. Um, however, the the Gen 3 car, so there was a Gen 1 car, the Gen 2 car was faster and then and lighter, and the Gen 3 car is going to be um, significantly more powerful and lighter. And so um, right now, while they're perhaps not comparable to F1 cars right now, um, from next year, the cars that are going to come to South Africa, um, the Gen 3 car, 
those are actually going to be quite comparable to F1 cars. They're going to have similar sure. sort of straight line acceleration, and uh, they'll top out at about 280 kilometers an hour. So, so they'll next year. I, th I think the 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 um, you know, the sport's quite young. It's only an eight-year-old sport, whereas Formula One's been around since the 40s. Mm -hmm. So I think in, in eight years, they've progressed to, to uh, uh, what will be a really, really particularly fast race car. And it'll be great to have a fast racetrack as well, which is what Cape Town is, as you said. Yes, exactly. Yeah. No, they should hit when, when they go past the VNA and they go down past Beach Road and they go sort of <laughs> along the coast. They should top out there, and they should top out at about 280 k's an hour, which will be pretty spectacular. It, it, it almost gave me goosebumps now, sir, as you're saying. It's like, yeah, as they go past the waterfront. You know, it's like, I can't, <laughs> I can't even imagine it happening, but it, it, it's just hopefully just around the corner. Yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm feeling very positive about it. Everything that I've seen here is, is very, very positive. Um, and, and like I say, kudos to the, to the group of South Africans who are, who have dedicated themselves to making this happen. But I just, I would love for, um, tens of thousands of South Africans to just get to experience what I've got to experience in real life, because it is, it's goosebump stuff. It really is. And, uh, and, and single seat racing is, it's always a pleasure and a privilege to watch single seat racing. And this is definitely one of the best versions of it that I've ever seen. <laughs> That noise, though. I mean, you're a, you're a car guy. You know everything about cars. You you like the sound <laughs> of a of a car engine. That little whine that they make is it? Does it does it stir you as much? So, um, what I will say about it is, it is significantly louder in real life than it comes across on the TV. So it's a it's a it is a whine. It's definitely a whine, but it is. Um, especially when the group is so close together and there's 22 cars all whining together. It's quite a, an overpowering noise. And um, you know what it reminds me of? I don't know, for the Star Wars fans out there. <laughs> so the, the, um, the villains, they fly those, those uh, what are called TIE fighters because they, mm. like, they look like bow ties, right? And that, that very sort of curious, almost spacecraft noise is actually that, that movie Hollywood noise to me is closer to what these cars sound like than than anything else it's going to be exciting sarah thank you very much and thanks for your car reviews as well i've read one or two of them has made me make some wise decisions when it comes to my next car oh i'm glad to hear that thank you very much subscribe to the youtube channel sarah de Siena, thank you very much uh motoring journalist and he's in london now for the formula e race uh sarah before you go if you're still there where is there yeah. a race tomorrow and what time Yes, yeah, so so this is known as a double header. So it's a completely separate race tomorrow. There's a new free practice. There's a new qualifying. Wow. There's a new main race, and the main race will be at 4 p.m. South Africa time. You can catch it channel 214 on Super Sports, channel 124 on Open View, and uh, channel 4 on DTT SABC Sport. So that's an hour after the Formula One starts. So you can watch you can watch the Formula One start, and you'll know exactly who's going to win because it's around Hungary, and then you can watch the Formula E. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Thank you very much. Sorry to see you, a motoring journalist. You can find out more about what he does on uh, cars.co.za. He's got a great YouTube channel as well if you want to read some reviews. He does some fun stuff. If uh, there, 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 are, there are people who try to be Top Gear, and and fail dismally but sarah is great if you want to read the car reviews independent reviews and things go have a check out his youtube website it's really worth worth going to look at you with safm making your way towards the news at 10 o'clock in case you missed it formula one is around hungary tomorrow 
Uh, George Russell will be starting a pole position tomorrow ahead of Carlos Sainz in the Ferrari. Charles Leclerc will be in third with Lando Norris starting in fourth place in the McLaren.